Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, if you want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, we got no ads on that thing, all you have to do is become a bonus BS subscriber. That's Bonus Burt Show. Find out more at thebirdshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. All right, you guys. Let me give you a little peek behind the scenes here, okay? <laughs> when the mics come on and we start the show, you guys probably think... This is a prepared show. He's <laughs> been sitting in here 20, 30 minutes doing show prep, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about in the very first segment, maybe. Let me give you a little peek behind the scenes. It is a cluster F sometimes <laughs> before we start the show. There are people scrambling in here sometimes 30, 60 seconds before we hit the mic. Sometimes you come in here and you're so scattered, you don't even know what day it is, Kristen. I swear to God, I thought it was Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and y'all were actually really sweet about it. And Cassie's like, no, honey, like, look behind you. You can look. At we're not messing with you. It's really Friday. You can look behind you on the TV screen and it has, like, the actual date, like, the day of the week and the date. I don't know why... I mean, I'm, I'm happy about it. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know why. No doubt. I don't know why I was so out of moves Thursday. That's if you're gonna air though. Yeah. That's the better way to air, right? When you think it's Friday and it's Thursday, then you're yes. like, oh, this day is gonna be so long. This is like a bonus day now for you. It 100 percent is. So Kristen runs in here all scattered, and she's like, okay, I just want to let you guys know for the first break. Wait a second, it's Thursday, so we're not doing that. And then Cassie goes, no, it's Friday, and she's like, no, no, no. And she stares at the clock like... She wouldn't accept it. She wouldn't accept it. <laughs> you wouldn't that's, accept that. It was Friday. Oh, we've messed with her one too many times. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the hazards of working uh, working here. So that's the first layer. And then the second layer is Mo being Mo, where he goes, <laughs> I know it's Friday because my suitcases are in the hall. And we're like, what do you mean your suitcases are in the hall? Where are you going? Costa Rica. He, he never tells us until the last day before he's about out the door. I don't know why I thought I did. I really did think I brought this one up. I didn't I didn't bring this up at no. the aquarium that I was going for a birthday. You did. I didn't know it was this weekend. Oh, okay. I See, I did, okay, it. I brought it up to KK. Does right. that count? I brought it up to one person. No, that's right, because we were talking about the long weekend and what we were doing, and I was joking, I'm going out of town a whole two hours away. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to Costa Rica. Why are you telling her? She doesn't even know what day it is. <laughs> that's a fair point. Mo, done this before with the Maldives. He 
tells us on Friday he's going halfway across the world. Dubai. 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 Uh, Rome. Rome. <laughs> Don't even tell us about that. I didn't see that one on Instagram. <laughs> All right, so from now on, when I'm going somewhere, y'all yeah. want me to just walk into their room and announce it? Yes. It's, okay. So okay. I guess when I'm planning my trips or I have something going on and exciting in my life, I just share it with these guys during commercials or when you guys are listening to songs or whatever. It'll just come up, right? I think part of it is because... These are my friends, but also I'm trying to keep us all from just like being totally focused on anything but our personalities. I'm trying to keep the, the room warm, right? But for and you're also excited because you love to travel. I love who to does, travel. Who doesn't want to share like t- with your friends? Oh my God, I get to go to X place. Like the first thing I did when you walked, you were barely in the door today. I'm like, you guys, I'm going to the surf ranch. Yes. And that's not until June. <laughs> <laughs> so Mo comes in here. What is Costa Rica this weekend? Uh, it's my uh, lady's birthday celebration. For okay. a so like, yeah, like a group of us are going to Costa Rica to celebrate. That's fantastic, man. I love how instead of choosing, hey, let's go to this steakhouse in our city, you're like, <laughs> let's go to Costa Rica. No, I would have preferred the steakhouse in the city. This was not my <laughs> choice, but this is what she wanted to do, so this is what we're doing. Good now, keep her. in mind, when dude joined the show, he hadn't traveled anywhere. This is, like, really exciting that you had never traveled well, until... No, not anywhere. I mean, I've probably been, like, five places. I oh, just, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, 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 I went to, like... Like Mexico, the, the Puerto Rico, the typical places. I just never went like like really traveled the way that I'm traveling now. These ten hour plus trips, I, I've never done that before. No. So where in Costa Rica are you going, or do you even you don't even know? No idea. No Costa idea. Rica. That's all so, I got. So they just tell you what time to be at the airport, and you just get on the plane and you just roll with it. Literally, that is all I know. I don't know where I'm staying. I don't know what part we're in. You I don't, don't know. know where I'm landing. I I you just mean, know I'm going to Costa Rica. You haven't been able to do what. A person with anxiety does, and that is you research where you're staying, and then you also research, okay, is this a resort? Do they have restaurants? Well, let's check out the restaurants. Well, we got to check out the restaurant menu so I know what I want to order. What if I go to said restaurant? At some point, I'm going to be on an ATV. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Yeah, th- this is how I live my life. I I woke up at 530. I was in such a rush. I had to finish packing my bags. I reached in my pocket. I realized I forgot to put my ring cam back on my door. It's in my pocket. Okay, this is how I live my life, y'all. <laughs> He's literally holding his ring cam right now. I just realized that I was charging it, and I put it in my pocket to put it on the door as I left. Yeah. And I ran here, and it's in my pocket now. So there's that. That's, that's how I live my life. So you can do this. He can do this because others are organizing the trip for him. So yes. you have enough confidence in them that you don't even have to do the research. Exactly right? that. Because I don't like to do the research. I hate that part. Well, if you really think about it, I mean, and this is speaking generally, like I know in my household, I make all the plans when it comes to trips. I book the Airbnb or VRBO. I book like the excursions. I book where, you know, um, I I book where we're going. So um, I think a lot of times there are spouses and there are husbands who just show up and have no idea what you're doing or where you're going, what the place looks like that you're staying, et cetera. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, have a good time in whatever city you're going to in Costa Rica. Thank you. On your ATV. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I might be getting there by ATV. <laughs> My guess is like you're going somewhere like, does the, the, the words Manuel Antonio ring a bell at all? I don't know. Either one of those guys. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right, have a good trip. Thank you. Right. The Birch Show. Katie, you're super excited about a woman that you're dating. No, date- remember, no you're- it's Friday, so we're going to switch it up. 
but it's not on the schedule. Okay, so how am I teasing this? Okay, so. <laughs> what, what is on the schedule? Katie is fearing for her life this weekend because <laughs> it not only can impact her, but it also can impact me if she screws up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I am terrified, but not because I don't think I can handle this task. I think 100% I can handle this task. It's just going about how and being fully prepared because this is the first time ever in my life that someone is trusting me to watch their child for over 24 hours. Wow, so you're going to be with Jimmy overnight yes. while Kristen takes his trip with Bart. She's the reason. Yes. She is the reason why my husband and I are able to get away for the very first time since 2020 to have a solo one night together because she's going to be the one watching Jimmy for 24 hours. All you have to take some pressure off yourself. All you nope, have to do. All the pressure. All the No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know how you got to the end of the weekend. They don't need to know what happened in the 24 hours that you're with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It might be a cluster F. It might be chaotic. You got 20 minutes when they're on their way home to clean everything up and make him look happy and give them the perception that everything was fine. They need to know nothing. It's okay, Bert. She's already a better mom than Kristen. She knows what day of the week it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> headed again. According to me, I wasn't going to leave for I was going to miss the whole thing because I was going to be like a day late. Well, right, well, so what a tremendous honor, though. I mean, she's got oh, this yeah. is the most precious thing in their lives, and they're saying, hey, we trust you with the most precious gift we have. That's an honor. That is an honor. Like, I wear that like, ha <laughs> I'm trusted with Kristen's son. But- <laughs> and he, I mean, she, he loves... Auntie Katie. Like, I mean, you can tell, like, the vibe that these two have. It's at, like when she shows up at the door, he's like, Mom and Dad, who? And it's just like all about him, some Katie. It's the sweetest thing ever. And we do trust you impl- implicitly. And I think uh, the fellow mom can help you out. What are some of your concerns going into this 24 hour time span with my son? Okay. So typically when I've like, hung out with Jimmy, it's been probably no more than like four hours or so at a time, mm-hmm. right? So how many mental breakdowns would you say this toddler has <laughs> within a 24-hour okay. span? So honestly, with you, he probably won't have any. I'm not kidding you. Kids are worse with their parents than they are with other people. I'm not going to say with strangers, but with, with acquaintances and friends. Um, my guess is he's going to be on his best behavior and he's going to be so excited to have you. More than likely, more than likely, you're not going to have a tantrum or a meltdown. I might Zoom with you and Jimmy this weekend for just 10 seconds and go, hey, just want to let you know, your mom and dad are never coming home. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you say that's accurate, Cassie? Yeah, I would think so. They're, they're, they're better behaved if, they're, if mom and dad aren't around. It, which is so bananas, but it's true. There was a study done, and it was like an astronaut. It's like kids behave 800 times worse with their parents than they do with other people. I wonder why that is. I have no idea. The theory is that they feel extra safe with their parents so that they can act out because they know that they're not going to get, like, be harmed in any way or get rejected or anything Hmm. like that. That makes sense. Okay. I also want to know, right, (laughs) because I know that you're going on a romantic getaway, right? Uh How many times should I send you pictures of Jimmy's 
uh, being alive. First of all, get an old newspaper because Kristen's one day off. Um, <laughs> like, she's sending it from the future. How is she? <laughs> <laughs> they time travel. Um, and also, there, it, it's not too much. And I'm not saying that for me, honestly. It's it's for my husband Bart. He's the stay at home dad. He is the um, I don't want to call him anal retentive because he's just a very doting, loving parent. But he he's the one that needs the extra assurance. He's so just, he loves Jimmy a little more than you do. Something uh, like that. And cares a little more than you do. So send those to Bart. <laughs> um, let's run through a couple of scenarios. Okay. Uh, because on twenty four hours, you probably do want this getaway time. Yeah. So you have to really pick when you're going to call and say, Hey, we got a problem. So if Jimmy let's say all of a sudden starts, uh, he's got cold symptoms and he starts throwing up. Should she handle that herself or should she call you? Oh no, she should call Call, us. Absolutely. Now, if he falls down and like scrapes himself or gets a bump on, like he already has like a nice little knot on his head from where he got road rash on the driveway. Mm -hmm. Um, So does Katie have to mark that off like when you rent a car? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this concept. So when he comes over, you you guys... You guys go around Jimmy and you look at the markings on him before you guys left. And then when you come back, you take a look at the markings and see if they were there before. Okay. If you don't think I'm not doing this, we get back from the mountains and like, all right, all right, like, like let's, let, let, let's, let's, let's look, look at the knees. Let's look at the That's freaking hilarious. Because we have all been there yes. when we've been renting a car. Good luck this yes. weekend. Well, yes. no, you, I mean, no, it's, it's sincerely, because my husband is i love him but he's extra like let us know how he's eating let us know about the bowel movements you know all that stuff bart wants to be in the know okay updates every hour i I, I ain't gonna be on that (laughs) you can use me as a backup too i'm in town all weekend so if anything goes awry you just hit me up okay but not bert Don't, don't call me. I don't know how to talk to kids. <laughs> and don't sweat it if Chris is not back on Monday. She'll be back on Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> Whichever figures out what date it is. Okay. Yeah, it's Friday. This is so exciting. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. He was so close. So close to getting out of jail when authorities heard something suspicious on Dwayne Keefe's recorded jailhouse phone calls. Now, this is the guy that's been charged with um, uh, organizing the murder of Tupac. And so a Las Vegas judge just set his bail at $750,000, which is very hefty. I don't know how he was going to make that, but he had the opportunity to potentially get out of jail. But then authorities heard something going down on his recorded phone calls. So they're talking about something that happened in October. It was a phone call between him and his son. And they're alleging that they discussed an authorization to kill, which made them so concerned that they decided to relocate one of their witnesses because they were worried something was going to happen to him. Oh, wow. So apparently, uh, Dwayne KVD's son said, I got something to tell you about some stuff that's going on. And then uh, Dwayne says, what? Around the city, they're talking about it's a green light on our side, which is basically green light, go ahead and kill. And so all the authorities are translating this as a green light gives the authorization to kill. And it caused so much concern that this witness that for some reason they need to protect for this case to be able to get, you know, potentially um, convict him for this crime. They needed to be able to move him because they were worried that something was going to happen. So right right out of a movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have no idea how this is going to affect his potential release. But right now they 
are doing a deep dive on all of his recorded phone calls. So who knows what else could come out in the coming days? None of this is shocking to me. I mean, I, I think when he initially started to take the the rep for what happened to Tupac, he thought about the good things that was going to come with it, the clout that he was going to get the from notoriety. it and the notoriety and the respect from the street guys who think it's a cool thing. But you didn't see that you it's Tupac and mm-hmm. a lot of people are not going to be happy about it. All right. A stalker was arrested outside of Shakira's house. This is terrifying. Every pop star's worst nightmare. So it's a guy from Texas. He was arrested outside of her home in Miami this week and charged with one count of stalking. He's been obsessively posting about her on social media for months, even sending gifts like wine bottles and toys to her house, which is really weird. Although I will take the wine. So if this guy wants to stalk me, I won't. uh, (laughs) After he gets out of jail, though, he has even said she's my wife. I speak to her all the time. So the judge said, I have real concerns right now because this man is delusional, saying she's his wife and that's not true. This is very concerning to the court. So he increased the the bail from $50,000 to $100,000 and ordered him to not contact Shakira via social media. Maybe he's not stalking, but just manifesting. <gasps> Ooh. Shakira's going to be my wife. He's just put it out there in the world. No, he's <laughs> not saying she's going to be. He's saying she is. Oh, yeah, that's delusional. Yes. <laughs> Not if it's on his 2024 vision board. Then he's just... Manifesting it. He's just manifesting it, and he's really hoping for the best. You manifested it in the comforts of your own home, not outside hers. Facts. <laughs> and what kind of toys does he send her? That could be a plus. Like, uh, someone want to randomly send me a Rubik's Cube? I think it's cute. A scooter? <laughs> a scooter? Maybe some adult toys. A skateboard? No. Nope. You crossed the lines. We don't know each other like that. Simon game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple board games to pass the time. All right, Kanye West, he's being sued for assault by his uh, by a fan who wanted his autograph. So Kanye, he's being sued for striking someone who um, sells autographs for a living. So this happened in downtown Los Angeles back in January of 2022. And the accuser says that Kanye said, I'm going to make a example out of you before he referenced like a, something about his wife, Kim, her wife at the time, Kim Kardashian, and then hit him. So the man asked for an apology and Kanye allegedly replied, apology for what? Even after he literally just hit this man. So uh, when, when somebody that was with Kanye asked him to stop, he said, go to the blanking house and go get my blanking kids. Now the autograph dealer is suing for damages, claiming he suffered emotional suffering as a result of Kanye West's assault and battery. Now, you in the story, you said at the time, Kim was his wife. How long ago did this happen and why is he just now pressing charges? It happened in 2022. So, I mean, this is about two years, but maybe he's he has like long-term uh, consequences from him literally getting hit by Kanye West. Yeah, or so- he's broke. Or he's broke. Recently broke. Yeah. Somebody told him, hey, uh, you might want to sue that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been my first thought. Are you right. kidding me? Right. It's probably, like at a di- probably like at a dinner party yeah. telling, you know, that that's, that's his story. Like whenever he goes out, whenever he's with people, this is the story he tells. And maybe there was a lawyer sitting at the table and they're like, hey, we can sue that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he even like brushed shoulders with me in Vegas, I'd flop like a soccer player. And then <laughs> the next day show up in a body cast. <laughs> Kanye West is kind of the worst person to sue right now because he's losing money left and right. I think he gets more broke every single day from legal fees and everything he's got to pay back. It's, it's not the celeb that I would go to for it, money. 
Tony. His new wife does not like to wear clothes in public. I don't no, think he likes her to wear clothes, so it's like a fair trade. Okay. Maybe that's how they're saving money. Less clothes? <laughs> yeah. They're just not buying as many clothes? Right. They have to sell her clothes to pay for these legal fees. The Birch Show. Kristen's so smart. She has given herself the easiest homework assignment the Birch Show has ever seen. Finding bad takes on the internet. They it's are, the easiest assignment ever. They are plentiful. The harder part of it is finding who to attribute it to. Because a lot of times you'll find them on other people's accounts and they're calling them out, et cetera. But I love to give the credit where the credit is due. <laughs> so uh, my first bad take, because you're going to get a bonus bad take, because Bert sent me one and, oh, he's going to get highlighted today. <laughs> um, so the first bad take comes from a couple. They actually have a couple's Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see me with a joint Instagram account, know I am being held hostage and there is something seriously wrong. Is it an indication that like if you're if you're doing that publicly that it's a troubled couple or is it really a happy couple? I think normally they're putting on a show for the cameras. The only people that yeah. should have joint accounts are your grandparents, and that's because they don't know how to work social media. I only know one couple who does it, and it, they are certainly troubled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a couple's Instagram. They have 168,000 followers. But is right? that enough to keep the love alive, well, Kristen? So they um, they are Raf underscore and underscore Aya is their account. And again, I saw this video posted on another Instagram account, Hollywood Unlocked. And I was like, this is the most beautiful bad take. So what you're going to see in this video is there is um, a wife and a mom holding an infant, look to be like, you know, eight to nine months old. And she's in the kitchen looking into a camera. Her husband's walking back and forth behind her. And she's explaining the additional Christmas gift he got her. Um... And this is what it was. So I just got back from the store and my husband goes, did you enjoy your time? That was the other half of my Christmas gift. I'm like, where? What is it? I, ba I babysit for hours. I babysit for hours. He says freedom. You were gone for two hours and I babysat. You By gave yourself. us freedom. Baby, I love you. And he kissed me. I was home with the baby. The greatest gift of all for a mother. I love you. I love you too. Oh boy. Is he serious? Ser yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The greatest gift to a mother yes. is the father watching the kids. Is freedom. Is being a dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yikes. So the, the fact that she went to the store, I don't care what she was buying, even if she was buying something for herself. One, dads, you don't babysit. You you father. Like yeah. you, you, mm -hmm. watch, you watch your right. kids. That that term, it, 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 it irks me to no end. And also, that is like a, a Christmas gift could be like, <laughs> hey, you're going to go away for the weekend with your girlfriends. I got the kid this weekend, right? Like with the trip as the incentive. You watching your child, I don't think constitutes as a gift. No, it is not a gift. They used to call that like father and son time. Yes. <laughs> Back in the day. This would be father-daughter time. Yeah, father-daughter time. Yes. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a massive bad take. It, yes, huge bad take. Then we have this gem. Hmm. Tommy, do we have the audio that we can play here? Perfect. So Bert sent this to me on Instagram. Now, this dude's got like six followers. I'm so not happy that this guy has somehow worked his way into my algorithm. I'm not really sure what this says about me. <laughs> I don't know what it says about you either because he literally has no followers. And I was so confused how this even, you even came across this. So his name is Marcella Beatty and he's at Bait Money Matrix. Um, he has a podcast. I ain't going to plug it. Um, and it's this video is, and the caption is, don't be that guy, be the guy. And he is essentially mansplaining to women how if we were more feminine, 
we would find a man. He is saying that if you want a traditional man, these are the things that women have to do to get a tradition. There might be some debate here. So, so okay. So if, if you if you want to stop it, we can raise your hand. Tommy will pause it. But here is Marcella in his cowboy hat explaining femininity. Ladies, listen up. If you're having a hard time attracting a true traditional man, this is probably what you're doing wrong. Step one, you're probably not that feminine. Most women are extremely confused on what femininity is today. The characteristics that most traditional men associate with feminine women. First things first is you're too loud, you're too obnoxious, and you're extremely combative. These things go hand in hand with a very masculine modern woman, and it is something that we're going to flee from every time. And before you say it, it's got nothing to do with you being too tough for us. It's got nothing to do with us not being man enough. It's got everything to do with your confusion on a role as a woman, at least in a traditional sense. Women are not loud beings. They're modest, they're soft-spoken, they're eloquent. And no matter what you want to do to spin that, that's just what we traditional men believe. Number two, you don't take care of yourself. And I mean that physically, you don't get dolled up. And let me explain this to you. In case you didn't know this, men love sex. They like it a lot. And arguably, we like it way more than women. Given the fact that we all know that men are usually the more sexual creatures, the women are the object of desire. We wouldn't be sexual beings if we didn't have a sight to set our eyes on. Most women get too comfortable in a relationship to the point where they stop trying to be sexually desirable. If you think that not getting dolled up on the first few dates, if you think that a man's not gonna see you in your spare moments and think to himself, hmm, is this what I'm gonna be dealing with? You got it all wrong. We are paying attention. We are not that stupid. And we, though may seem shallow, are shamelessly requesting that the women that we are with are in shape, well put together, know how to get dolled up, something that we can be proud of when we stand next to. It's not a trophy wife, it's just a woman that you are attracted to. We're not gonna spend the rest of our life dealing with a woman who does not care about these things. This one is dicey, but it is the truth. Oh, You go to work. Now the truth is, given the current economic client, it doesn't really happen as often as we'd all like to, but the truth is, in fact, there is no true traditional relationship unless the woman is staying home and the man is out working. Now, if you have an issue with that, go to work, find yourself a nice modern man who's probably going to ask you to go 50-50 and ask you what you bring to the table. But if this is something that you truly want to shy away from, the fact of the matter is you're going to have to be willing to give up the idea of going to work and chasing a career because the career of being a mother is all too important for us as men to sacrifice and give to someone else. I don't know about you guys, but I personally want my kids to grow up with the wife that I chose. I want her to be the one to raise them as well as myself. I don't want to outsource babysitting unless it's for a date night purpose. I don't want my children to be indoctrinated by other people who are not their parents. These are very important values traditional men and women. So if you don't fall into these three lines, and these are just a few three lines, you're probably not going to find a traditional man. Ooh. Okay. Is there any woman listening that agrees with him? Ooh. That would be interesting. one 855 Personally, I'm glad he said all that. It's refreshing to hear an idiot <laughs> point out to the world that they're an idiot so we can avoid them. So he is representing traditional men. He doesn't care about this modern dating thing, modern, you know, mixing of roles and stuff. He's saying in a traditional world, he is representing traditional douchebags. What is traditional, though? I think he well, wants to be like 1950s. Yeah. yeah, so there's trad wives on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. And they are the quintessential stay-at-home wife, stay-at-home mom, etc. And... You know, as far as if that if that's the the house that you want to have and that's the home you want to have, 
and that's your preference, I'm okay with that. Like if you're, if you want to be a stay at home mom, if you're a man that wants to stay at home mom, whatever, that's, that's your preference. Everything else lumped into it just is so freaking cringe. Like the whole fact about like, you can't be feminine if you're loud and like the definition of loud and you can't, it, it's all of it was just so Delulu. It makes you wonder if he if he's ever met a woman before. Yeah, I, I, it's not that I agree with him, but I do get what we're saying in the sense that he's just saying what he wants. He sees his life as very traditional, quote unquote, whatever that means to him, and he's just saying that he wants these certain things. And I think it's cringy. It's not something I particularly want, but mm. I mean, you can't fault him for at least I, being open about yeah, it. Yeah, you can. It's an objectification of women. So, like, there, it's one thing to be like. I would like my wife to stay at home and raise our kids so we don't outsource babysitting. But it's another to be like, you have to be hot all the time. You're a sexual object. You can't work. You can't be loud. It's it's beyond preferences to me. Like yeah. it's gross and it speaks to a bigger issue in society about how some women or some sex of men view women. Uh, I, mm, you might have swayed me. I mean, because I, I saw it the way Abby saw it at first. Is that I mean he... I guess I must be a modern man because that, that's not what I want. None of that would be appealing to me. But if you are a traditional man in the sense of the word traditional, that is the way it was. And I, I would imagine that that's how he would want his relationship to be. All right. We were looking for women that agreed with this dude. There are a couple. Uh, Alexa, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. So you actually agree with this dude. If you're, you want to be in a traditional relationship and what he says speaks to you. Uh, just a little bit, just because I was a stay-at-home mom with my son full-time until he went to school. When I did go to work, it was late night when he was home with his dad, so that I would always, one of us would always be there with him. But for the most part, we agree that we don't want other people raising our child. I'm the mother, I'm supposed to be the caregiver, and making sure that he, like, learns everything that we're wanting to pass down to him. I don't want to leave it up to strangers to raise my child. But are you quiet? Are you modest? <laughs> and did you do are you dolling yourself up Every and giving day. them the sex? Um, I mean, I do doll myself up and stuff like that, but there's some things with this I don't agree with, yeah. but the main functions of it, I do. Uh, here is Julia, and then we will move on. Hey, Julia, good morning. You're on the Bird Show. Hi. Good morning. Morning. I do agree with him partially, only because in this day and age, women have taken over so many man roles that now the men are the women in the relationship and the women are the men. What's the man role? Curious. Uh, go to work, you know, bring home, provide for the wife, hmm. provide protection, um, you know, be the leader of the home. But what if a woman has ambitions and she wants to have a career? Again, we're talking about a traditional relationship. Oh, a traditional. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. Fine. I, I hear you. Fun fact, that role of man as the provider, like, goes back to, like, hunter-gatherer, right? They're re-examining the skeletons of warriors, and half of them are women. So that whole gender norm that we think of as women gathering and men hunting is inaccurate, and a lot of the warriors that they identified as male are actually when they do analysis of the skeletons are female and the reason a lot of the time too in big hunting parties they're finding out that men were sent out in groups and this is not my personal view so don't come at me but it was <laughs> that if a man didn't make it back it was no big deal because the women would keep the tribe and the population going so women were revered so when you look back at those traditional gender norms, I think you have to really question where you're getting your information from and was it made off incorrect hypothesis? And with new data, 
you need to refigure how you're thinking of men and women and quote unquote roles. What's it hate, like to be so smart? I know, I would hate to be Chad. <laughs> he, you can never win an argument. He gets more than I do. Really? Yes. That is. He's worse. Damn, you guys need to live in your own zip code. <laughs> <laughs> the Bird Show. All right, moving on. Catherine here needs some help. She's wondering if she's being the a-hole here because her husband got her something for Christmas, but she wants to return it for something else. Does that make her an a-hole? Hey, Catherine, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, yeah, no, my husband has. Hey, my my husband has never been much of a gift giver. You know, at Christmas he normally shops last minute, buys random things, and it's almost like he just buys things out of obligation and without putting much thought into it. Well, this year I I was shocked when I opened a small box and there were were a pair of diamond set earrings inside. Mm-hmm. The the only other piece of jewelry that I have that I had that he bought me uh, was an engagement ring, okay? He seemed really excited to give the earrings to me and really proud of them. You know, I was, I was really happy that I, that, you know, he cared and put that thought into the purchasing, you know, something really nice for me. However, here's the thing. I don't really wear much jewelry. Um, I hardly ever wear earrings, and my personality and lifestyle just don't really call for diamond earrings. I know he must have spent a good amount of money on the earrings, but it makes sense to me to use the money for other things that I may really want or need. Otherwise, they will just sit in the jewelry box and get very little use. So does it make me a total a-hole to ask my husband if we can either return return the earrings or sell them and use the money for something, I don't know, for something I use, like a Dyson would be nice. Oh, I mean, that's your, that's your love language. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, yeah. his, his feelings are going to get hurt. Like, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. Can we, can we try this, Catherine? Can, can you just wear the diamond earrings for a full week straight and see how you feel after that? <laughs> um, I, that, it's, yeah, I mean, if it's, it's going to put a smile on his face. For yeah, sure. Can do that. Mo, how would you feel about that? Um, to be honest, uh, the ask wouldn't wouldn't hurt me. If you just did it behind my back, that mm-hmm. would hurt me. But the, the ask of it would actually make me feel bad because I would feel like if that's not who my wife is, then I should have known that. If you're not a jewelry person, I went out my way to get you jewelry, and that's just not your, that's not your love language, and you wanted to return it for something else, I would actually feel like I did the bad thing, and I wouldn't feel bad about it at all. I'm so clueless, and I think half of men wouldn't even know if you weren't wearing the earrings and you ended up getting something else. Really? I think so. Well, if really? If I bought, I would know if I bought them. I'll be, be looking for you to wear them. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a girlfriend who got a really beautiful diamond necklace, mm. and um, just her, like in her lifestyle, she doesn't know when to wear it, etc. And she hasn't worn it, and her fiance has brought it up multiple times. <laughs> Is that right? Really? Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, diamonds are expensive. Yeah. So I think there's a kind way you can go about this, and I've said this a couple of times on the show before. But when it comes to conversations like this, you can't expect it just to be an easy conversation. But I think if you don't have the conversation now, he's going to be getting you diamond earrings for the rest of your life. And think about how many Dysons you could have bought with all those (laughs) diamonds. So I think you just go to him and say, and say, listen, this, this means so much to me. I know how much thought and care and money went into this gift, but I really think we should put this into something practical. And I hope you're okay with me selling these to buy X, Y, and Z. I'm with Abby. I think you got to sit him down this weekend. Agreed. Nip it in the butt. Got it. Okay. Okay. I would love to talk to you when we come back and uh, like on Tuesday and tell us how it went. Okay. 
All right, sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Okay, bye bye. Uh, we got a couple of seconds left here, and our intern Annalie thinks she's got a way. If you get out, if you get pulled over for a speeding ticket, she has a theory that she's got a way that you can get out of it. Yes. So I've been arguing with my dad for months now because I'm fully convinced that if I get pulled over and I use some fart spray in the car <laughs> and I tell the police officer, "Look, man, I realize I'm going a little bit over." <laughs> But I'm about to crap my pants. <laughs> I think 100% that he'll let me go. And so I've been arguing with my dad for a while. And eventually, either he had enough of it or he just wanted to call my bluff. And he ended up calling his childhood best friend, who happens to be a police officer. And so then I'm put in this situation where I'm talking on the phone with the police officer <laughs> to this 50-year-old man that I've never met in my life telling him, I think I could get out of this speeding ticket by saying I'm about to crap my pants, right? And so um, he kind of tells me that I'd have to, like, really commit to the bit. And I'm telling him about the fart spray, and he's like, you know what? I think that would probably work. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I asked him. Um, if he's ever had a situation similar. And he said that he did, in fact, let somebody go who had to go to the bathroom really bad. Mm -hmm. And so now I literally, I will not drive unless I have fart spray in my car. Okay, so. <laughs> like, so literally in the console of your car. Oh, yeah. Like right. the pullout thing. Yeah. I've got, yeah. It's brilliant in theory. However, um, my former fiance's daughter thought as a prank one time she would do this to me and sprayed that fart spray in my closet. Ha <gasps> <laughs> uh, It's so bad. It's bad. It is, so, it is like nauseatingly bad. And the thing is, that means if you have to use it, you have to drive around with that smell in your car for days. And it doesn't go away. Days and days and days. So is it worth getting out of the speeding ticket? I think for a college student, it's an investment. Yes, I you think might be right. <laughs> <laughs> in this economy, yes. You might absolutely be right. All right it's worth trying. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Bird Show. $250 to a Girl Scout is like a million dollars to an adult. <laughs> when you're like seven years old, $250 is a lot of money. It is. All right, that is what we are willing to give up in Girl Scout cookie cash this morning. If your Girl Scout is willing to call us and make a pitch. Eight five five Burt Show. We can start lining these Girl Scouts up right now. One of you guys is walking away with two hundred and fifty dollars worth of Girl Scout cookies. All right, so here's the deal: we do this every year on the Burt Show. It is a rite of passage, and Abby will be the one choosing our winner for 2024. I've been a Girl Scout for 24 hours and I'm already <laughs> breaking their hearts. Now to touch back on that while we're getting our Girl Scouts lined up, um, really quick, we had we were talking about this and we had a mom call up um, because Abby, you disclosed something 
very vulnerable and heart-wrenching from your childhood. Yes, this is the one thing I've been talking about in therapy that I hadn't revealed mm. until yesterday. But <laughs> when I was in third grade, all I wanted in life was to be a brownie. I wanted to wear that little brown vest. Mm. I wanted to skip around the little beret, sell some cookies to my neighbors, and giggle with all the girls in my class classroom. And my mom told me, Abby, I don't want you to be a Girl Scout. She, she, she was like, these girls are scamming everyone. Like, you know, <laughs> they're going from door to door selling these stupid cookies. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. But she was like, Abby, if there's one girl in your class that is a brownie, I will let you be one too. And every single girl in my third grade class was a brownie, except for me. And I never got over it. Oh, man. So we had a lovely Girl Scout mom call up and she said she would love to make Abby an honorary Girl Scout for Troop 22082. In Duluth. And what I did is I went online and I started um, immediately searching for Girl Scout costumes and I googled <laughs> adult Oh no. Girl Scout costume. Oh, no. And let me just say, Abby is not wearing any of those. Thank God. Thank God. I am pretty sure Girl Scouts do not wear fishnets. I wasn't planning on starting my OnlyFans until after this show ended. So, And, and then I did like, okay, costume. I got to take costume. So I did Girl Scout uniform. They, I'm pretty sure they don't wear hot pants. So I went to the official Girl Scout website, and Abby has an authentic Girl Scout uniform coming with the sash and everything, with the troop number on it and everything. So when that comes in, we're going to have mom from 22082 troop come in, and we are going to do a presentation and make Abby an honorary Girl Scout. Very nice. And you're like the size of a nine-year-old, so it'll fit perfectly. Yeah, it works out. According to Abby, she's a teen medium. It worked out great. All right, so now, Abby, we're going to have these three Girl Scouts lined up. You're going to listen to all of their pitches, okay? And then you're going to choose the one that you want to give the 252. Now, in years past, this is kind of how it went. Just to give you a little idea, this was Bert last year having to break the hearts of some young girls. Hey, Mackenzie, you did such a good job this morning. I know you're going to sell a whole bunch of cookies on your own. You're going to do great. But I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to choose somebody else to give the cookies to this morning, okay? Okay. Oh. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Oh. It's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, Bird, you're terrible. Abby, it's terrible. And if that rejection wasn't bad enough for you, here's another rejection. Hi, Savannah. How are you? I'm good. Have any of your troop leaders started to discuss um, how to handle Hi. disappointment yet? <laughs> Savannah, you did a really, really, really great job. Your parents should be very proud of you. You represented your troop really, really well. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give the uh, the money for the Girl Scout cookies to somebody else today, okay? Okay, thank you. She was like so... Girl Scouty about it. Okay. She, she was happy though because yeah. she got her disappointment badge. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then Abby, yeah, yeah, you have to go through that. But then you get to tell one Girl Scout, "We're gonna give you a bunch of money for some cookies." Haley, how are you today? Good. Haley, how old are you? Six, and I'm a daisy. What is a daisy? A daisy is just like a brownie. Haley, what is uh, your troop number? Two two zero eight seven. Oh, everybody knows about them. Um, well, go ahead and tell us why uh, we should buy two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars worth of cookies from you. Because you get to help other people, like making food bags and selling cookies to the army. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. Because I really want to help other people. Because you can do lots of 
stuff. Oh. To make the world a better place. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that was her winning okay. pitch. Right? And that's why Bert chose her. So now we t- it's time to pass the cookie baton on to you. Are you ready it. for the. Yes. I don't want it. <laughs> Mo, take it. the baton. Nope. <laughs> Technically, I'm already a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> It's the most realistic badge I've ever seen. It don't get no more real than this, man. (laughs) Just just leave now. It doesn't get any better than that. Just take the rest of the morning off, dude. Good morning, Lincoln. How are you this morning? I can barely hear you. Are you there, Lincoln? Yes. Can you hear her? Not really. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get her to come up a little bit closer. There you go. Okay, she's probably in a car seat, which is why she can't get the phone. Or she's driving. She is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you can hand her the phone, that would be awesome. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. How do you know Lincoln's not driving? <laughs> it's, an, it's an advanced Girl Scout. That's one hell of a badge. One heck of a badge. <laughs> Look at you cussing in front of the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Why it wasn't racist. <laughs> <laughs> now she got her profanity badge. We, We're just we started with profa- profanity and race jokes <laughs> <laughs> for Girl Scouts. Hey, Lincoln, are you, are you there? Yes. There okay. we go. There we go. Hey, Lincoln, how old are you? Seven years old. Seven years old. And which troop do you represent? 22601. 22601. In what city? Um, Conyers. 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 All right, so Lincoln, what you're going to do here is we've got $250 worth of Girl Scout cookies that we are willing to buy from you. We're going to listen to three Girl Scout pitches this morning. You're the first, and Abby is going to choose one of you guys to give all that money to, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, Abby, you want to say hi to Lincoln? Hey, Lincoln, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. All right, tell me why you think you should get the $250 worth of Girl Scout cookies. So I can help my troop get back together. Your troop get back to? Are you guys broken up? Yes. What happened? Well, my Girl Scout, uh, Girl Scout troop leader, um, she, uh... You know, it's a long story. Yeah. Oh, we got time. We got, time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got, we got plenty of time, Mom. <laughs> Unless it's like an illness or something. Um, so my troop leader, she keeps on going around the world. Oh, so, she's, okay. Uh, then she keeps on pushing back all of our troop um, treat meets. So we just broke up. Gotcha. So uh, uh, their their troop uh, the troop leader was always out of town. Uh, she was constantly you. traveling, so they never got to have their meetings, and it uh, kept getting pushed. So they just disbanded. I got. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Right. So Lincoln, you think if you get all this money, your troop will get back together? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Lincoln. You made a really really nice pitch. You did. Um, and doing it while you're driving too is very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln, hold on one sec for us, okay? Okay. Really great job. Right. Uh, here is. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, pep talk. <laughs> Don't be shy, Avery. Good morning, Avery. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How old are you, Avery? I'm 10 years old. 10 years old. And what Girl Scout troop are you representing today? 
17049. And what city is that in? Um, Mom, what city is that in? Oh, we're in Roswell. 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 <laughs> okay, so Avery, um, we are going to pick one Girl Scout this morning to give $250 to. You're the second pitch to Abby. So, Abby, you can take it from here. Hey, Avery. So, tell me why you should get this $250. Um, because I would like to use most of the money that I raise for charities. Oh, what charity would you, do- would you um, donate it to? For, like, the Army. Okay. Is there a reason why the Army is special to you? Yeah, because my great-grandfather is an Army veteran. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So this money, with you getting the Girl Scout cookies, will you be able to to donate something to the Army? Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. Okay. And what's your favorite thing, Avery, about being a Girl Scout? Um, uh, All the activities and, like, Girl Scout selling. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So, so at this point, this is your favorite thing to do, is sell the yeah. Girl Scout cookies. Okay. Oh, and we always ask, what's your favorite cookie? Um, Thin Mints. Thin Mints. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Classic. You can't go wrong with a Thin Mint in the freezer. You won't be disappointed. That's Avery, you did a fantastic job. Hold on one sec for us, okay? Okay. All right. We'll hear one more. Um, How you doing over there, Abs? <laughs> I don't know. The pressure is really crushing me over here. <laughs> I, need, I could really need to stress eat some Thin Mints right now. <laughs> uh, Virginia Lee, good morning. You are on the Burt Show. Hi. 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 How old are you, Virginia Lee? I'm eight years old. Eight years old. And you are representing which troop in which city? Alpharetta in Troop 24133. Okay. Uh, you are going to make your pitch now to Abby. If you're the one that she chooses, you're going to get $250 worth of cookies, okay? Okay. Go for it, Abby. All right, Virginia. Virginia Lee, pitch it to me. Why should you get the $250 towards your Girl Scout cookies? Because if we get the money, we're going to go on our first camp out this spring, and my dad... Um, it's called the Snake Wrangler, and me and my dad know a lot about bugs, so we're going to go to the camp, and we can teach the other girls about wildlife snakes and bugs. What kind of oh, that is really snake cool. Wrangler. That is cool. Wow. What kind of badge would you get for that, Virginia Lee? I think the camp out badge. The camp out oh, badge. So cute. Nice. Did, you, did your mom give your dad that name? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it's in the neighborhood. It's in the neighborhood. Oh, it's in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's copperheads and rat snakes. Oh, oh that, right. make, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, right. Virginia Lee, what's your favorite fun fact about bugs and snakes? Um, they can hibernate. They can hibernate. Oh, okay, oh, I do yeah. like to hibernate. <laughs> right, right now, probably. Right now. <laughs> We're Right now. <laughs> All right, so you did a really, really great job, Virginia Lee. So Abby. when we come back here, um, Abby will choose between Virginia Lee. She will choose between her and Lincoln and Avery, all making great pitches this morning. She'll make her decision next on The Burt Show. You're on The Burt Show. It is Girl Scout season.
Look, if you're rocking around the office, somebody's probably hit you up already saying, hey, my daughter is selling Girl Scout cookies. And they throw that sheet in front of you. And at first you're like, aw. And then you start looking at Samoas. Oh, those are so good. Oh, the best. Give me one of those boxes, Thin Mints. Give me another box before you know it. You're $30, $30 in. Oh, more right? than that. Emily, she's the little girl across the street from us. She know, I mean, she knows our house is good every year. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop. And then, yeah, when they knock on the door with their mom and you see their face, you're like, <laughs> I'll buy them all. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this morning, this has become a Burt Show tradition where we get three Girl Scouts that'll give us a call. And we put up $250 worth of Girl Scout cookies if we choose your pitch. So Abby listened to three pitches this morning from Virginia Lee, from Lincoln, and from Avery. One of these girls walking away with 250 bucks towards Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of cookies. All right, so Abby, this is your first year doing this. So what we do is we do this sort of in reverse order. You have to tell the two that you haven't chosen. Mm-hmm. You have to let them down gently that you're not going to pick them to win the 250 bucks. Okay. Okay. So um, who should we pick up first? Virginia Lee. Lincoln, uh, who's trying to save her Girl Scout troop, I think. Because she has a shoddy leader. Yeah, they, they disbanded, and you're their last hope. Too busy traveling the world. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's Avery that wants to give the money to the military, I think. Mm-hmm. And what was Virginia Lee's pitch? The snake, think, snake wrangler oh, one. Yeah, the, stri- the snake wrangler. Because <laughs> I guess like you have to sell a, amount of, a certain amount of cookies to go on this camping trip, and she wants to be able to educate the rest of her troop about bugs. Right. Okay, yes. so who would you like? like us to pick up first. This is loser number one? Yep. I didn't say it. <laughs> um, because I heard I heard some rumblings back there that she's in school. We're going to pick up uh, Avery because I feel like it'd be easier to reject the parent. <laughs> Hello, is this Avery's mom? Yes. It's not easier to reject the parent. It's <laughs> worse. You tell her, Talisa. Go ahead. Well, you, you were saying, Abby? Yeah, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can we can we switch lines to Lincoln? <laughs> um, hey there. Um, this, you know, this isn't easy for me. I I was rejected by the Girl Scouts a long time ago, so I feel in a weird position having to reject the Girl Scouts now. But I am going to go with another Girl Scout troop for the two hundred fifty dollars. She she said she is absolutely fine with it, and she understood. And that's okay. We uh, just wanted to call and try. Aw, thank you. That's, that's a great... Appreciate I hope that. you get a badge for that. <laughs> great attitude badge. And and I yeah, I love and she put herself... She is a Swifty. And so you guys have that in common. So. Well, had she known that... Had I known that... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the pitch right there. All right, well, hey, um, Avery's mom, just because I come from a military family and I really appreciate what um, Avery's doing, I'd like to buy $100 worth of cookies, please. Kristen, you are you're amazing, and you know me because I'm the number one P one. Is this Talisha? Talisha. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it one fifty. <laughs> hey, Talisha, hold on one second, okay? It sounds to me like you guys won as well. Hold on, okay? Uh, who else would you like us to pick up? And with any luck at all, it's going to be the Girl Scout this time. Um, let's let's pick up Lincoln's mom. Lincoln's mom. <laughs> or dad. <laughs> Grandma. Yeah, whoever. Well, Cousin. But Lincoln. Neighbor. <laughs> someone over the age of 18. <laughs> and he's Lincoln's pe- uh, uh, pediatrician there. Uh, Abby'd like to talk to him. Agent. <laughs> can, I get the, can I get Lincoln's agent on the line? Hey, Lincoln? <laughs> yes. 
You're not Lincoln. Yes, hey Lincoln's mom. No, stop. Lincoln. Where's Lincoln? Hi. There we go. There we go. Hey Lincoln, how was yeah. your Friday so far? Good. Um, Lincoln, you have any good weekend plans? Yes. What are you going to do this weekend, Lincoln? Um, I'm going to Georgia Tech. So fun. Ugh. Learning and whatnot. My <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, Lincoln. So I, I had the really hard decision. I could only choose one person to give this $250 to. And unfortunately, I cannot choose your troop today. But I hope you have a great time at Georgia Tech this weekend. Okay. Aww. Thanks, Lincoln. Thank so accepting. Aww. All right, Lincoln, thank you. Great attitude badge. Wait. Nobody's. Wait. Lincoln, I will buy some Girl Scout cookies from you. I'll buy $100 worth of cookies. Send me, send me your purchase link. Okay. I want to keep the troop together. I want the troop <laughs> together. <laughs> no, they're not even together. we got to get them back, back together. together. <laughs> there you go, Lincoln. So you got 100 bucks. So maybe you get half the troop back. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Mo, what are you doing over there? Supporting. <laughs> all right, like, all right, I'll throw fifty dollars. Uh, she had me until Georgia Tech. I'd take fifty dollars away. No, stop. Oh, Back to a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you get to break it to Virginia Lee. Go ahead. Hey, Virginia Lee. Hello. Hey, so are you and Snake Wrangler in the car together? <laughs> no. Well, you gotta give you gotta give him some good news because I'm gonna give you that two hundred and fifty dollars towards your camping trip so you can educate your troop on snakes and bugs like you planned. Thank you so much for a new troop. Oh, so Aww. exciting. You're for sure gonna be the highest seller, for sure, right? Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Two hundred and fifty dollars worth of Girl Scout cookies for you. Thank you. Thank you. You are very welcome. <laughs> you caught a break this year. <laughs> none of that felt good. <laughs> none, of, none of that felt like a win. Now, it was a win because when you talk to the parents, it's very different than having to disappoint the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wish Lincoln's mom had stayed on the line. I, I, to, to be honest, I think I was more scared of Avery Plan. <laughs> Get it? The Bird Show. All right, just a couple of seconds here. We will get virtual listener Jessica on, who made an agreement with her husband. They're just going to have two kids. Everything's going great. Well, now Jessica's like, ah, uh, no, two's not enough. So she wants to have a third, and she wants to try to figure out exactly how to break that wall down with her <laughs> husband <laughs> to get him to agree. So we'll get to her in just one second. Do you guys know today is Quitter's Day? Oh, yay. Yeah, All right, nah. see you. Bye. Are we yeah. jobless now? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Quitter's Day is, uh, there was a study done a couple of years ago, and they realized that people that make New Year's resolutions, uh, statistically, today is the day that most give up their New Year's resolutions. Oh. 80% of people, if you're going to fail, today is like the day you're like, woo! Exercise was more than I was thinking it was going to be. That's so funny. I canceled my yoga session today. Right? Yes. So your New Year's resolution was to consistently do yoga? Yes. But I started my period yesterday and I don't want to go today. Oh, yeah, that's got to be uncomfortable. It is. So I'm like, yeah, no. By the way, TMI, you're welcome. <laughs> you can finally go back to the gym now. Yeah. 12 days. That's it. That's, that's all people it, got in. That's it. Yeah. New poll on health-related resolutions more or less kind of backs that up. The average person said that if they gave up their favorite food for New Year's, they'd have a hard time resisting it on day 14. And that would actually be this Sunday. Gotcha. So, Mo, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if your yours was drinking or not. We kind of forced you into that. 
Yeah, it wasn't drinking. It was uh, intermittent fasting. That's what I wanted to do. You still doing it? I'm still going strong. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when do you stop eating at night? Uh, Eight, and then I don't eat again until 12. Okay. Eight to 12, I don't That's eat. That's a long time. It is, but I don't. it's only like rough about an hour. Usually outside of that, I'm not even thinking about it. How you feeling? I'm good. I feel yeah, much better. Yeah, sleeping better, feel better, more energy. It's, yeah. it's, it's made an impact on my life, for good sure. For you. All right, let's get Jessica on here because she knows she's got a tough convo with the old man this weekend because they made an agreement, and now she's backing out on it, and it's a big one. Hey, Jessica. Hey, guys. How are you? Fantastic. How are you this morning? I'm great. I'm so excited to be speaking with you. Thank you. Right, let's see if we can help you out because you and your husband made an agreement. Two kids and you've got two great kids and now you want to pivot. I do. Yes, I do want to pivot. I want to. Yeah. Okay. So as, as long as we've known each other, we have always been so excited to have kids. You know, we have a family and we really talked it through like how many do we want? And you know, he said he always wanted two kids. Um, cause he had, he was one of four. Let's see, he was the second child and he just remembers how everything changed when his parents had the next two kids, you know, like he said that it was this, always, they were tired, they were stressed. It was, it was broke. Uh, you know, they were broke. So, you know, he was broke too <laughs> because, you know, having four kids, it's, it's just so much. Sure. And he just always thought his parents would have been happier and his family would have been happier if it was not for all that stress, the exhaustion, the money issues. So then, you know, me, I was one of two kids. And um, I think, you know, he might have a point because things things in my house, they were always pretty happy when we were growing up. You know, we were we were tight. We uh, we did a lot of fun things together. It was It was honestly really great. And so I always agreed with him. I'm like, yeah, two kids is perfect. Okay. Fast forward to now, um, I we have two kids, and our youngest is two. And I really, honestly, you guys, I really, really want to have more. I just, I love being a mom. I love being pregnant. I, I love the baby stage. I miss my babies. I want babies. I want more babies. And so I don't know... Um, I, I, I don't know... Yeah, I, I just don't want to be done with that time of my life. So I want to tell my husband that I changed my mind and I want to start trying for baby number three. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, how can you say no? How can resist? <laughs> well, you got to remember this, and I've never been through this situation before, but I think you got to remember this. Uh, if he yeah. doesn't, is he, if he doesn't match your excitement, it's because he's shocked. Uh, this is going to be the first time he's heard of it. So don't be all bummed out if he's not as excited as you. That would be my first thing. And then right. he's right. probably going to, you know how dudes think? They, they think budget first. Like, can, can we even afford this? Yep. So you might want to be armed with that answer. What else? He's going to be armed with logic. You're going to be armed with emotion. And you're going to have to find a way to, to meet in the middle. Um, is, right. it, is it your heart and your head telling you you want a third? Or is it just because you you guys had this agreement that the second you were going to have two and that was it. So now that your child is entering the full-on toddler stage, you're starting to, like, reminisce and, like, you don't want this to be like the last. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, that's definitely what's going on. Um, I, is that so bad? <laughs> no, I mean, it's not so bad. I would, I mean, depending on how much time we got here, because obviously whether we like to admit it or not, women are on a clock when it comes to, you know, um, right. to conceiving. Um, 
No, I mean, if your heart and your mind are in it, I mean, absolutely have the conversation with your husband. But if he's adamantly against it, I don't know what the compromise is there. I, I don't you can't even. have half a kid. Yeah, yeah I mean. No, no, it's a life commitment. It's, a, yeah. it's another college education. I know it's all that. It's it's a, it's a lot of money. I know that. Um, and also how it's going to affect gosh, the two you already have, because that does change the dynamic of the family, because your youngest is now no longer the youngest or the middle child. And it, right. you know, you make a trade. Like, what? What can you trade? Uh, we get them like a PlayStation. Uh, that normally works. Huh? Is there mm-hmm. a car he wants? Car? Just a tire. Anything? <laughs> 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 I, I think you have to think about everything that we just talked about and get ahead of it practically. I think that's the way he's going to yeah. approach it. So you kind of have to already be prepared for that approach, and then. Well, I- Navigate around yeah, it. Can you help me with some ideas? I need some ideas, like on because I, I don't think he'll be on board right away at, at the top of it. But like, what could I say to convince him? Like, what what are the selling points about this? I think you just gotta mace yourself, start crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what usually does. Pull it those heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cry. I think if you speak from the heart here and tell yeah. him how important it is, and tell him he doesn't even need to make a decision right now. Let him chew on yes, it a little right. bit. Yeah. So he doesn't feel pressured. I think that's probably the best way to go into it. Okay. Okay. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Right. Stakes, stakes are high here. Yeah, it's the Bird Show. Get it. The Bird Show. There is a mystery brewing for Mo. Has everything to do with Mo and Katie, and we need to get to the bottom of it. So we just brought Katie in studio. Mo and Katie time. 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 It's a grower. <laughs> Need I remind you who brought the flavor to the uh, yeah. to the yeah. intro? You're Big welcome fact. for that. <laughs> All right. So the in the moment debate that is Mo's podcast that uh, is on my network Pioneer. I have to legally say that. What's going on? So speaking of in the moment, I had an beginning of the year in the moment business meeting with some of the people in my circle to try to just work out some things that I wanted to get going on the podcast. And so there were. Five people total in the apartment, myself, my lady, Katie, and two of my guy friends. And we're all kicking it, having a good time. We discussed a little bit of business first, and then eventually we turned it into a good time, which didn't seem like anything was out of the ordinary. Everything was fine. So there I was. The next day, everybody's gone, and I go to use my guest bathroom. Hmm. When I go into the guest bathroom, I lift up the toilet. And I couldn't use my toilet. And the reason I couldn't use it was because there was vomit. (gasps) Vomit? Vomit. No. Somebody's vomit all on the back of my toilet. Oh, so there wasn't vomit. Like, they they had flushed. Mm -hmm. But when you vomit because of the splashback, if you're a man and you're lifting up, or, or if you just, you have a penis, and you're lifting up the lid to use the bathroom, you're gonna see... A mess that somebody left from the vomit. Yeah, they exactly. hit the backboard. Exactly. Uh, and okay. I'm I'm no crime scene investigator. Yes. But if I'm putting together what I witnessed, it appears that someone did vomit and they thought they might have cleaned it up, but they might have been a little too lit and just didn't realize that they didn't get all of it. 
So I do think they attempted to clean it. Mm. But it was kind of like in the back. It was a little <sighs> bit on the floor. They just, they missed some spots. How, like, were you all that drunk or was somebody just that sick? I don't know. And that's what I have to get to the bottom of because I don't remember anyone vomiting. I don't remember anyone being that drunk to where this would have even happened. So Anybody I was asking like, for gum? Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> any of that, right? So I was. A little mouthwash. <laughs> nothing. Something. So somebody was walking around with vomit breath for yeah. all night. Uh, yeah. It, and I was none the wiser. Had no clue. So, first thing I did, I went to my lady. I said, hey, did you throw up by chance? She said, no, what are you talking about? Not at all. All right, that's one down. Right. So, then I go to one of my other guy friends. I'm like, yo, bro, did you uh vomit last night by chance? Vomit? No, what are you talking about? Okay. So, I go to my other guy friend. He immediately starts laughing. So, I'm like, why are you laughing, bro? He's like, because I, I think I know who did it. So, I said, well, was it you? He said, it wasn't me. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but... I, it wasn't me. That's all I got for you. So the only other person that was there outside of myself is Katie. <gasps> huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, in my mind, I didn't see Katie vomit. I don't even think Katie was drinking enough to vomit. But Katie's the only person that I haven't asked yet. What happened to my toy? <laughs> so you see what happened? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. oh, the shame. Oh, okay. uh, oh look at the shame. First of all, Mo, huh? I would like to uh, genuinely... Apologize uh, for my actions uh, that night. So I have a problem with taking shots now. I can no longer take shots like mm. I did in my early 20s. Yeah, and it does take like a night or two to realize you're not that person anymore. Right. Because you don't want to believe it the first night when you do shots and, you're, <laughs> and it doesn't work. You're like, that was random. Yeah, <laughs> that was a one-off. Right, and then you go back in and it, now you got like consistently like realize like I'm at an age, I can't handle it I anymore. I can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. So typically if there's one shot, I can take down the first shot. And I'm like, a little smooth, but all right. It gets down. It gets down. So on this night, the second shot, I took it, and it was it burned. And mm. I just felt that my body was like, nope. Right? And everyone was just in their own little world socializing and stuff, and I just felt the nope. And I try to be discreet <laughs> when I know something's coming up. And so I try to get my hand. I was like, mm, that's not going to go back down. I got to run. So I remember running into Mo's bathroom. And opening the toilet and just letting it out. I'm like, okay, whew, it's done. And I was like, oh, this is a little mess. And I, I'm just trying to clean it up. But then I'm like, I don't want them to think, get too suspicious of me being in here. Did they hear me do that? What's going on? They're still having a good time out there. I need to hurry up and get back out there so it doesn't look too suspicious. That you were gone too long. That I was gone too long, yeah. So I just hurry up, wash my hands, and just run back out. In my head, I really mm. did think that the mess wasn't there. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's fine. And I always put the toilet seat down. I'm a toilet seat <laughs> down type of person. Mm. So that's why. I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't. I just I just don't know how else to explain. Look it, at the look I in just, his eyes. I'm I don't trying, know how to explain I'm, myself. I'm trying to figure out exactly what the look is in his eyes that he's giving you right now. Is it disappointment? Is it anger? A little disappointed. Uh -huh. I am. But I'm also a little confused because you were on the phone most of the night. Huh? Mm. And I believe it was FaceTime. I don't think we <gasps> needed to mention this part. Uh -oh. And yeah, Hello. we do. What's up? So I'm trying to figure out at what point of the night were you able to throw up while you were on FaceTime with someone? Because I don't remember you ever hanging up with the person you were on FaceTime with. Okay, so that might have been another layer. I was on FaceTime when this happened. And I had my phone in one hand, my hand covering my mouth, and I ran. And I tried to like, turn off the camera so who I was on FaceTime with didn't see it and mute. <laughs> And then come back and act like nothing happened. So that call didn't, like, get interrupted. But uh, 
Yeah, I did that too. You vomited while on FaceTime? Was it a romantic prospect? No. Not oh, anymore. Different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it at this point. I think that's All it right. now. So I think you got it. Okay. All right. All right. Mystery solved. There got, it is. I got some gloves and some um comment for you waiting in the bathroom. I got you covered. Okay. All right. Tell them about In the Moment. In the Moment is my podcast with Katie, and you can get it wherever you get your podcast. The Bird Show.